Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome back. Happy Halloween. Mitch out. Back tomorrow. Mike Palm holding it down. Sign up to bet the Breeders' Cup. Horse Racing's number one app. First bet. Get a $10 free bet. Plus 100% match of your first deposit up to $200. Use the promo code HORSE200 to claim your offer. Breeders' Cup's picks and insights. VEASAN.com brought to you by First Bet. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Horses, circa millions, circa of survivor update. We mentioned earlier. How about the millions update? Yeah. Um, so they could have the Monday night game in here. I don't mm-hmm. know because this is just the current standings. But first place, thirty-one uh, points. So that's thirty-one and nine if they have all their picks in. Second place, uh, thirty, <clears throat> thirty-nine and one uh, for thirty and a half points. And then there's Jesus. a two-way tie for third at thirty and ten. A uh, seventeen and three is leading the top end. Um, you remember, second quarter is five weeks, so there's one week left next week. Seventeen and three is leading uh, in first place. On the opposite side, this Sergio's two was zero and fifteen uh-huh. in the chase for the booby prize. He had a bad week. Uh, he went three and two, so now he's three three and seventeen. Uh, three people with sixteen and a half points trail him. Uh, they're one winner for booby prize each quarter. Okay. Uh, we mentioned the the wild start to the NFL season. Brady and Rodgers both uh, two games under 500. The defending champs are under 500. Jacksonville's lost five in a row. Tennessee's won five in a row. Atlanta and Seattle are in first place. Washington has now won three in a row. Detroit's one and six. And now heading into Monday Night Football, 
I don't know. I don't know what to expect coming into this year with the suspension to Watson. But you thought after they got off to a pretty good start, but blowing that game at home against the Jets turned out to be a killer. But now Cleveland has lost four in a row, 23-20 against Atlanta, 30-28 against the Chargers, a listless performance blown out by the Patriots when they let Zappi throw all over them, and they allowed 38 points, and then they lost a tough one by three points against the Ravens. Cincinnati is three on the road. We know Chase is out. But uh, my T's going out. Eight of the last nine head-to-head have gone over between Cleveland and Cincinnati. And Cleveland on a 7-1 and run straight up against the Bengals. And Burrow 0-3 against the Brownies. A lot of reasons to be concerned and not just say, go on all in the Bengals here. Bengals playing better and impressive over Atlanta. But the, the head-to-head yep. matchups matter. It's just like San Francisco over L.A. Good point. Shanahan. Yep. Uh, over McVeigh all the time here, and, and no chase. I, I'm I'm staying away from this spot. Uh, I know a couple people that like the under, although the trend in this series is to the mm-hmm. over. So important game in the division, obviously, and almost a must win, as Michael Lombardi said for the Browns at this point. Yeah, two and five against four and three. Cincy, 25 points per game. Defense is playing well, allowing 19 points per game. Cleveland. This is the thing that surprises me. They've been good. Brissett's been good, but they're giving up 26 points per game. So that's where it's killing you. And now you thought, well, if he could just keep it together, he could play 500, I guess it's still possible, but be 500 or maybe crazy things have happened, but be a winning record when Watson comes back. Now that's not going to happen. Now you're 2-5 and five and he'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's promising. They blow the game to the Jets that they really had won when they did, Trump, did, Trump yeah. didn't go down. Back and forth the new, with the Chargers, both teams kind of try to give that game away. Yep. I think the worst thing that might have happened for Cleveland is that the kid hit the 59-yarder to win the first game. Because now they're putting him out there in all kinds of situations, yeah. and he hasn't made another big kick yet. But to your point, the most concerning thing is that New England absolutely dominated them in Cleveland. Right. Uh, a really a really bad look. So can the Bengals run the ball with Mixon? I don't know if they can. It certainly opens up the passing game even without Chase and use the tight end there. Um, but I've been Cle- able I, to. I'm very disappointing. I think I think Cleveland scores some points tonight. Mitch and Adam Chernoff said, "Watch out for the Bengals, top five team." Well, with the chase injury, that's enormous. But I, I, where you, what do you think of Cincinnati? I thought they were lucky to get to the Super Bowl last year. Yes, I mean everybody turned the ball over against them, and then they made every mm-hmm. field goal. Um, I would argue that I thought they were going to miss the playoffs. They're starting to put it together. They get the win when Tua goes out on that Thursday night game. I don't. You know the question, who's the second-best team in the NFC? Who's the third-best team in the AFC behind the Bills and the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's pre- The Titans going to miss Tannehill for a while. I don't know if they're ever really the third-best team. They were the one seed last year. We forget about that. You could make the argument the Bengals are the third-best team, I think. Okay. Game three of the World Series. Now the scene shifts to Philly, and you, you sent it earlier. Something's got to give. Houston 3-0 and on the road in the playoffs. Philly 5-0 and at home. They get Altuve going now, who had three hits in game two. It could be 2 nothing Houston, but again, Verlander can't hang on to a five-run lead. Thor gets the ball for the Phillies. Again, five innings pitched since October 1st, and he's going against McCullers, who has plenty of big game experience. Houston's won nine of the last ten. And again, this fascinating matchup, though, 106 wins against 87 wins. Houston 51-30 and 30 on the road. And uh, about a dollar seventy, dollar eighty uh, series favorite, and a dollar thirty favorite on the road in Game Three. 
I think there'll be runs. I think they'll get to Thor. I like Houston, and I like the over, and I think Houston wins the series still. I like Houston on the run line. Oh, okay. Plus 130. I agree with you about the runs. I was set to bet Suarez tonight, Okay. actually, in this spot, and I was surprised with the Syndergaard start because I think McCullers, you can get to him. He throws so many breaking pitches, Paul, and he gets behind in the count with the breaking pitches. Uh, I know he's not afraid to throw it when it's 3-1 and one or 2-0, and oh, but uh, I think you have opportunities to get to him, but I'm not with Syndergaard here. There's a reason he didn't start at all against the same day they started Falter. In game four, center yeah. guard came in and pitched multiple innings in relief. So yeah. there's, there's a reason they weren't starting him. I don't know if something's happened between now and then. But uh, I, I I think the Astros win tonight, and I think they win tomorrow night, too. I like, I prepared to bet Javier, even though it's against Suarez. I just wanted the spot against McCullers. I'm higher on Javier than I am on McCullers, despite McCullers okay. having the seven shutout innings in Seattle. Okay. And is it going to be, what's it going to 3-2 Houston going back? What do you think it's going to be? Well, Verlander can't win. I mean, yeah. Maybe the bullpen picks up the win. But your guy Nola. I mean, again, Nola. Whatever. It doesn't what? matter. If Verlander, give, if Verlander gives yeah. gives up uh, if Verlander gives up one, then Nola will give up two. It doesn't matter. He gave five for him. He gave up five. You know? So I think, uh, you know, you could have got the Astros at a plus price after they lost game one. Couldn't that was a it. big overreaction. Yeah. I mean, what they did, very concerned. You have to be concerned if you're Philly, what they did to Wheeler and Nola so far to start. They gave up all the runs. Yeah. Now, all the we bullpen, talked about. I can't believe the bullpen. But both right. of us preseason, Paul, wanted to take a stand against the Braves in the East. Yep. You did it with the Mets. I did it with yep. the Phillies. I didn't come close to winning the division, but I didn't have any futures on them to go to the World Series. So I totally misplayed them. I just believe their lack of a bullpen would be a big problem come playoff time. Here it is. The bullpen hasn't given up a run in the World Series yet, Paul. And it's the starters that gave up five each. Yeah. The props, which have been, uh, I mean, these these home run props and everything that's transpired with some with the crate. And you guys had a great job here, too, with Circa, with stuff you had. Would there be a one nothing game? Would there be someone scored 10 runs? Uh, Altuve now minus 260 to get a base hit at Bet Rivers. Harper minus 215. Uh, Harper plus 420 to get a double. And he's plus 120 to score a run. I wouldn't pitch to him. I let someone else beat me. But this guy's been uh, had a great postseason run. And again, his props continue to cash. I would look at everything with Harper uh, this one. And, uh, and with Houston, though, what a shot in the arm to get Altuve finally going. As if he didn't have enough guys. Uh, t- what did you say, Elliot? Tucker is now the favorite to win MVP. The shortest shot on the board after he goes deep his first two at-bats to start the series. Well, you really knock out. So when you play elimination game with MVP, you knock mm-hmm. out Wheeler and Nola, right? Right, because of the first two starts. Yep. Valdez could still be in the picture, but now it looks like a much more offensive series. So this focus yeah. can shift to the hitters. Of course, with the two home run game, obviously you're going to vault to the front. I see Framber there. Framber. The problem with Framber is he started game two, so he's only going to get one more start. You know what I mean? What so, if he? Okay, if he pitches, walk me through this. He pinches. Pitches the clincher in Game Six at throws home. Throws another gem, right? Yeah, I don't uh, think so. I think if you get you got a guy that gets, you know, six, seven RBIs here, or three or four home runs, it's more likely. Uh, Tucker's in a nice spot now. If he just keeps getting a hit here and there, uh, you know, not too much out of Alvarez yet. You got to be a little bit worried. And then you know what? Who was the th- mm-hmm. who was the fourth choice in the whole pool? Was Schwarber? Yeah, Schwarber was the fourth choice yeah. out of everybody to win it. A little strange, but you know, you know, hitting in that leadoff spot with a lot of power—you never know when he's going to turn it on. They're going to need Philadelphia's going to need Castellanos to get hot. I think 
in order to have any shot here. They're going to have to score some runs. I think they get it. They have at home, but they've gotten ahead of the Braves and the Padres in these games, and they get that that crowd is fanatical. Talking about Philly fanatic, that crowd is so fanatical, and they're at a fever pitch for that team right now. You get yep. out in front, it becomes yep. a very difficult atmosphere. Does McCullers go five, and how long does Thor go? I'd say over uh, over McCullers outs and under Thor. What's Thor's total? Do you have that, the number? I look. I, McCullers was uh, fifteen, I think, for outs. Well, tomorrow Suarez should because yeah. he always goes five. You got to put it. I I find that's. I don't like betting strikeout props. I much rather bet the outs. I think that's yeah. the best way to do it. Uh, we we did it with uh, with Wheeler several times mm-hmm. and Framber. How do they keep putting Framber at fifteen and a half? The guy had twenty five quality starts. Don't that's eighteen. I that's think that's 18. what McCullough is tonight, but yeah, you were all over. You were on him the whole season. You bet him to win at Cy Young. Which is, this guy's that's been like, incredible the whole that year. second for game they got beat by the Diamondbacks. It's pulled the whole monkey wrench into the thing. And there's still a credible argument for him winning the Cy Young. Yeah, yeah. 25 yeah. consecutive quality starts. Yeah. You know. Larry, about, sorry. Berlander's had enough. Give the little people a taste. I'll tell you. You've got to be fair. If you, All these people, and I know one of them was in Houston. Obviously, they were cheating. What was going on, I felt bad for him. But if you're going to rip Kershaw, you got to go after Verlander, too. I mean, 0-6 in the World Series, he can't hold a five-run lead? You no, know, I didn't even know Come that on. until they put the stat I mean, up yeah. in Game 1. I, I wasn't even aware. All you know about Kershaw is I knew October they, failure, every, October failure. Right. Can't beat the Cardinals every year, Kershaw. You never hear about Verlander 0-6 and in eight starts. The joke. Larry Boa on the similarities between this Phillies team and the team that won it in 1980. He'll be on in 10 minutes up next. Win some, lose some. Fourth week in a row. We had a 50-to-1 shot cash with this prop straight ahead. Beeson, fall the money. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Love these props. Highest scoring NFL game, Bears Cowboys. 12 to 1. That was crazy. In play dream. He bet in the over. Most points, Dallas plus 850. They also cashed that prop at William Hill. First team to score seven touchdowns in a game. Lowest scoring game, Raiders Saints, 22 to 1. Fewest points, fourth week in a row, a 50 to 1 shot or better comes in. Raiders, what an abomination. 70 yards at halftime, didn't get in the Saints territory until the two-minute warning. McDaniel's calling timeouts, too, so they, to avoid the shutout. The whole thing was ridiculous. I don't know how you play like that against the Saints team that had stopped no one, and you get shut out. And it just, I mean, he, he took over. He got the Ferrari. He took over a playoff team. He's going to drive it into the lake, McDaniel. And another meeting with Davis after <laughs> the game. Most passing yards, Tua, 9-1. to one. Most receiving yards, Hill, 9-1. to one. Game one of the World Series. Tucker was 6-1 to one to hit a home run. He was 12-1 to one to hit the first home run of the series. And will a player, it's a good prop, will a player have a multi-home run game? Well, it took three innings and two at-bats. Yes, Cass, 5-1. to one. And that was Tucker. First double in the World Series, Pena 12-1. to one. Phillies in play, game one, 7-1. to one. Eagles, 7-0 ATS first half. Denver and Indy, 7-1 underrun on the season. More props. Foreman, 30 to 1, three touchdowns. Kamara, 20 to 1. AJ Brown, 30 to 1. Can you imagine those same game barley and some of the stuff that hit and came in with all the touchdowns and the great performances as well? Mora does it again. Yukon Moneyline, plus 250. Charlotte, plus 550. Fire Healy, their coach, go out and win. North Texas was 3 to 1. On the money line. UFC, Allen, round two, finish, 10 to 1. Gore by submission, 19 to 1. To win in round two, 9 to 1. DeLima by sub, 15 to 1. Park by sub and the round two finish, plus 750. And Rodriguez by submission was 7 to 1. Haven't forgot about hockey. Thanks to Chris Otto and uh, Ian Duncan, they always update this. But the goal in the first 10, it's now 9 and 0. Oh. 
the Minnesota Wild. Goal in the first 10. Vancouver is 8-1. St. Louis is 6-1. The New York Islanders, no. Goal in the first 10 is 9-1. First period over 1.5. Vancouver, Chicago, Minnesota, all 8-1. Leeds, 11-1. They beat Liverpool. You said it. You, how well they played against Man. They lose at home first time in they had a 30-match unbeaten streak in Premier League matches, and Lead gets them at 11-1. to Crazy. Subscribe, be part of the team, VSIN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos. This was making the rounds on social media. Andre the Giant showing how big his hands were against Mean Gene Okerlund, and then he puts it up against, compares it, it's bigger than his head, and then he covers up his whole face. <laughs> He's doing the Giant. That was a great HBO documentary on the guy, too. And uh, the amount of alcohol. He oh my soup. God! Sure, absolutely. All time in the world. Well, you just get like when you get a buzz, you have a case of beer. These, these wrestlers and Gino Oakland, what great actors they were. I used to. think, yes. You don't remember the Monday Night Show, the Keenan and Gorilla Monsoon? Right. The, the, you know they were actually Piper's best of friends. And... Best of friends. My cousin yeah. said he saw well, them in a were. bar in Rockford. They were great friends. They bought him a few drinks. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize. I, I thought it was all real. Well, look at who's look at Cena and and uh, and The Rock. Yeah. Hogan. I mean. They're phenomenal what they do. Not to mention, you know, it's great they, theater. It is. That's great video too. Lose some Boston College, one and seven ATS. Oh boy, that was pathetic. Akron, Miami, Ohio over forty-six and a half up to fifty-one and a half, twenty-seven nine. USC, Arizona under seventy-eight down to seventy-four, forty-five thirty-seven. SMU, Tulsa under sixty-eight and a half down to sixty-three. 45-34. Raiders Saints over. 45 up to 48. 24 rip. Arizona. Yeah, it should have been the right side, but plus six down to three and a half. Had the ball late. Down eight. And another Murray interception. You know, for, not for nothing. Joseph again. He missed a field goal and he missed an extra point. I think that's five games in a row. He's, he's missed a kick. Uh, and the Vikings win. But that was uh, bad for the books. Iowa Northwestern here. The total open 31 and a half. Bet up to 37 and a half. Iowa did whatever they wanted on offense. Missouri and under, plus six down to three and a half, and 47 and a half down to 44, 23-10. Florida State from 20 up to 24. Louisville Wake over, 63 up to 66. That was 48-21. You're right, That's because I know it's something to watch tomorrow. They were already starting this ACC as garbage stuff for a lot of people who cover the sport last week. And then what happened to Wake? Now, are we sure undefeated Clemson gets in? Are we yeah. sure? Because of the brand name and Dabo. Yeah, all right. 35 points Louisville scored in the third quarter, Paul. In the third quarter. Yep. Punt and three turnovers by Wake. San Diego State, Fresno over 39 and a half, up to 44 and a half. Florida Atlantic, UAB under 48 and a half, down to 44 and a half, 24-17. Miami, Detroit over 48 and a half, up to 51 and a half. A shootout in Detroit. The Broncos plus four, down to one. One outright. In London, bad beats, championship league. Sheffield United over two and a half, two nothing in the 23rd minute, nothing the rest of the way. League one, Ipswich Town a dollar ten, led four two in the 96th minute. They gave up one in the 96th and one in the 99th, four four draw. West Virginia, this was a surreal piece of theater. Plus seven and a half for seven. They're down three with 30 seconds. 26 seconds, excuse me. TCU at 4th and 1 at the 29. No field goal. Okay, we're going for it. 4th and 1. 
We're not going to run the ball, though. We're going to throw it. And not only do they throw it, single coverage, like a moonshot, as you said. In the end zone, jump ball, touchdown, they win by 10. Oh, that's a sick beat. In game one of the World Series, the Astros' first five. Five nothing with a Hall of Fame pitcher, and you can't cash that ticket. Ridiculous. What'd you say here? Someone, what was the bet? They had a six figure bet on Phillies plus a half run in the first five. There you go, win some, lose some. Fall sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for great promotions and house specials. The Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, the Friday Night College Football Bet and Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurances, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today at Bet Rivers. The whole new game. You know what's an interesting prop, Paulie, to bet on these playoffs in baseball? For the series, number of players to hit a home run. Yeah, it was. I, I have the under. It was 12 and a half. Wow. Yeah. A big number. Yeah. Big number. That's an we interesting at, oh, way to bet it. Yes. Interesting way to bet it. I, know, I was he, very he, surprised. Good job. Circa, mm-hmm. uh, William Hill, several, DraftKings, several books. With, very creative with the pro- Even um, uh, Bet Rivers did a great job, too. They had, well, there'll be a leadoff home run <laughs> in any of the games. So there was a lot of different ways. I saw immaculate ending was posted. Yeah, I saw that. Mitch tweeted uh, that yeah, out. There was some good stuff up there. But, again, uh, the Tucker already cashes with the multi-home run game. You guys did. Will there be a team that scored 10 runs? Will there be a one nothing final? Extra innings already cashed. That came in. So some uh, good stuff as well. Um, this NFL season, my God, I, I, I can't get enough of it. I just We, we thought Carolina was going to be a, a train wreck. Well, we thought Seattle was going to be awful. I, I thought I thought Atlanta was going to be a laughingstock. First place Seattle, first place Atlanta. Carolina's almost one play, one kick away twice from winning back-to-back games. And I was on with you and Mitch a week before the season started. We were debating who would we bet for the worst record, the fewest wins. Yeah. And it was, are we going to bet Atlanta, Seattle, or Chicago? Yes. None of them are even close There's to being last in their division. Sure. And, 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 and the, the Lions. Here are the Lions yeah. that... Win total went from five to five and a half to six, six to six, six and, and a half. half. Yep. And they're one and six. Right. Jets were another laughing stock. Mm-hmm. People laughed at the over five and a half or six. Yeah. They're already at five. Although they, the B losses are coming, though, with the Jets. I mean, they, the luck that they have uh, as well. Um, and, yeah, the Lions' money was surprising. But the other thing, let's go back to when they traded McCaffrey. We were saying take tank. those. It's the tank Right. And, and, and fewest wins, mm-hmm. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Boy, is Houston bad. That cannot happen. I mean, Lombardi's right. Hey, they're going to run the ball with Henry. Here it comes. You throw for 50 yards, and it's 17-3 to with a minute left? A quarterback throws for 50 yards, and you win no problem? You knew it by the second possession. They yes, weren't going to pass did. the ball. Yes, you did. They just lined up. They Give ran him on first down. They ran him on second down. Vrabel's unbelievable. That That's five in a row now he's won. They now, were the one seed last yeah, year. I wasn't know. the Bills. And injuries. Wasn't I know. the Chiefs. They were the one seed. Yep, yep. great job. Back to the World Series, Game 3 tonight. Third straight World Series. That series has been tied at one. Former Phillies manager, Phillies player, played on the great team with the Cubs in 84, too. But Larry Boa, does he see the similarities between the 1980 Phillies and this Philadelphia team? How would he pitch to Harper? And his thoughts on Thor going tonight with Philadelphia. All that straight ahead, and then we close with in pocket. Mike Palm filling in. Mitch back tomorrow. Vsin follow the money. Mike Paul and Paulie Howard, the Sports Betting Network.
This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. Get everything VSEN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up and get VSEN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. The daily picks recap, top plays made by every host and guest, the exclusive betting splits, and uh, the upcoming college basketball guide, college bowl guide, and the Super Bowl betting guide as well. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsun.com slash subscribe. Get your $99 midseason special today. vsun.com slash subscribe. Great to be joined by Larry Boa, World Series champion, the 1980 Phillies, former Phillies manager, also on that great team with the Cubs in 1984. And he joins us now to preview Game 3 of the World Series and what's that, what that like is the atmosphere tonight as well. Appreciate the time, Larry. Do you see the similarities between this year's team and the 1980 team? Yeah, I do. I, I see some similarities. There's no question about that. Uh, I think we have a, we had a few more homegrown guys in our lineup in 1980. There's more free agents in this team. But the, the way they play the game, uh, the, they have the two or three home run hitters like we did. They have some speed. Uh, I would say the defense on the 80 team was a lot better, but uh, we're getting better here in uh, 2022. And I would say the pitching is very uh, comparable, you know, between the two teams. Mm-hmm. So. We had the one big guy in Carlton. They, they got two uh, here this year, you know, with Nola and Wheeler. So I would say there's a lot of similarities there. Coach Rob Thomas has done a tremendous job handling this bullpen. He's been creative. He's been decisive. But I thought we would see Suarez tonight in Game 3 like we did in the NLCS. Syndergaard did not get the start in Game 4 against the Padres, although he pitched multiple innings in relief. Thompson went with Falter. What's behind the decision to start Syndergaard tonight? Well, I think that the reason being is that that Suarez pitched, uh, I think, an inning plus on the first game, and they wanted to give him an extra day. They, he came out of the bullpen, if you remember, in game one. So they wanted to give him an extra day, and so they slotted Syndergaard. Syndergaard was going to pitch one of these two games, and so they gave Suarez an extra day, so he'll pitch tomorrow. And I think that was Rob's decision, which I, I agree with. Suarez hasn't been coming out of the bullpen this year, a couple times maybe. You know, last year he started out out of the bullpen, but – I think they wanted to make sure his arm was fresh and everything. So, I, you know, I'm happy with Syndergaard. He's going to go probably go through the lineup maybe once. If he's throwing good, you can go a little bit more tonight. But uh, Rob's done a great job with that bullpen, and we'll see what happens tonight. What would you do now if you have some issues, either weather or if Thor can't give you much tonight or tomorrow? How, how would you juggle that bullpen, and how would you manage this with uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday games and maybe the threat, a possibility of rain? Well, if, if I would think that if it does get rained out, which it's, it's iffy right now, okay. if it does get rained out, I think it would benefit us, and then you could throw Suarez, and then you can come back with, uh, with Nola again. So, I mean, I, I just think, I, I think the rain would benefit us because we've used our bullpen a lot. But, I, you know, I look at, uh, at Houston, they, they've gone to the well a few times also. I think they're a little bit deeper depth-wise in their rotation than we are. So if it is rained out, uh, and I think it would have to be really bad weather for it to get rained out, but if it did, I think it would benefit us a little bit. What, what are they walking into tonight? I mean, it, tell us about the atmosphere yeah. and environment. Is it going to be – even Atlanta was incredible. I couldn't believe the, what the fans were like against Atlanta. Imagine what tonight will be now. It, it's not even going to be close. I just came back from Houston. I went to okay. those two games, and, uh, you know, they were talking. I'm talking to some fans. They said, well, it's electric here, and I'm watching both games. It, Hey, they were into it, but they have no idea. Houston has no idea what they're getting into tonight. These fans are off the charts. 
Uh, they're into it, and they don't just stop screaming if the team gets behind two or three runs. They're in it. And I'm sure they have some things to say. Uh, they remember what happened with Houston, how they won the World Series. So I'm sure those <laughs> those little tidbits will be thrown out yes. throughout the ball game tonight. So I'm I'm not uh, looking forward if I'm Houston to to playing in front of this crowd. But you know what? Houston's played in front of big crowds. They've gone to play the Yankees. They played in Boston. So I'm sure they're used to it. But to be honest with you, I haven't seen anything like this since well '80. We had it. We played at the Bet. Okay. It was over sixty thousand there. So there's over forty five thousand here. It's going to be it's going to be a, a tough crowd if I'm on the opposing team tonight. Is this what do you point to with the turnaround? And to, 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 I know you make the playoffs, 87 wins though only. Is this does this speak to chemistry and confidence, and also it's contagious when you see okay Harper's locked in and now Hoskins is locked in and what they're doing? I mean, it's one thing to make the World Series, but what they were doing offensively was staggering. Right, I, I think the biggest thing uh, with with this thing is. You hit around the head. Uh, chemistry is important. People, you know, the analytic people are. There's a lot of good stuff in analytics. There's a lot of other stuff that I would just throw out. But that's another point. But they don't really consider uh, uh, chemistry. I think chemistry is huge okay. on a baseball team. And then once these playoffs started, we started creating a lot of uh, energy, positive energy. Rob Thompson's been very consistent with his lineup, with the exception of a couple spots towards the bottom. But the top five guys are basically hitting the same spot. He uses certain pitchers in certain situations. So there's been a sense of calm in that clubhouse. But they also know that where they're going to hit, who's going to hit in front of me, who's going to hit behind me. And let's face it, we got a few breaks. I'm going to be honest with you. We got some breaks. We'd be Houston, uh, St. Louis the first game. We were behind two to nothing going the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. We had a game against San Diego where a ground ball went up the middle. It hits the bag and goes the other way. An outfielder lost the ball in the sun. But, you know, in order to get where you're at, you got to be good, but you also have to catch some breaks. And we've caught some breaks, and we've taken, we've definitely taken advantage of them. coming from behind five to nothing in game one against Houston. That was huge. I mean, uh, against Verlander, Verlander usually with a five-run lead, that game's in the books, and uh, we probably come home down 0-2. But the fact we came back and won that game is very important. And how we won, these guys never give up. They play 27 outs. They don't care how many runs they are behind. They feel that they have enough bats in the lineup and their relief pitching has been uh, good enough where they can come back and beat anybody. Skip, you brought up Verlander. You know, Clayton Kershaw, three-time Cy Young winner, first ballot Hall of Famer. His postseason struggles are well-documented. Justin Verlander, favorite to win his fourth Cy Young, another first ballot Hall of Famer, who owes a five-run lead. He's 0-6 and in eight World Series starts. How do you explain how those two guys have struggled so mightily in the postseason? You know, I, I, I knew Kirsch uh, uh, struggled a little mm-hmm. bit, but I didn't realize uh, Verlander until I, you know, the series get, get, was getting ready to start. Uh, that's incredible. But, uh, but you know, baseball is a funny game. That's why you play the game. Uh, like as you said, they're both going to be first ballot Hall of Famers. They're both great pitchers. But I noticed the other night uh, Verlander was really, his command issues weren't real good. And uh, and I, I didn't know we were going to come back and beat him, but I knew we were going to get some runs off him. And it turned out that we came back and beat him. But it's it's funny. It really is. And then, you know, I think when you have two superstar pitchers like that, there's a lot of pressure on those guys to, to respond and do well. I mean, everyone knows their numbers. Everyone knows their Hall of Famers. But when you give them the ball, it's almost like saying, okay, hold that other team to one or two runs and we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that. That's a lot of pressure on guys like that. Just like I'm, I'm, I'm really happy the way Harps responded. You've got a guy in the middle of your lineup that's making a lot of money. Everyone thinks, oh, he's going to do it. Well, it's not that easy in baseball, you know. It's just not. And uh, Harps responded unbelievably well. 
But I think that's the reason. I think there's just a lot of pressure on those guys when they're the number one starters on their rotation, and they know they got to put zeros up and maybe overthrow a little bit, maybe the command's off a little bit, and that's exactly what happened the other night. Do you see a high-scoring game tonight, and what's your prediction for the rest of the series? You know what? I I, I don't really think it's going to be high-scoring. I know everyone's going to say, well, these starters, uh, uh, McCullers and Syndergaard, McCullers is really good. He's, you know, he's been hurt, but he's been really healthy the last couple months. Uh, the weather's not going to be seasonably warm. I don't think the ball's going to jump as much as it does in the uh, in the summertime. I do think there's going to be runs scored. I don't think it's going to be a one to nothing or two to one game. I, I'm looking at five four or something like that. All right. I still predict us to win this thing in seven. I've been right every series on my prediction, and I just think there's sometimes. You go through a season, and there's certain things that happen. You say to yourself, you know what? This is meant to be. And it was like 80 when we beat Houston five, uh, three out of five. Four of those five games were extra innings. We beat Nolan Ryan the last game. Uh, we didn't beat him. We came back on him, and he eventually didn't get the win. There's certain things that happen where you say, hey, it's destiny. We're going to win, and I think this team is headed that way. Skip, one final question here. we got about 90 seconds. How much will the game change next year when they eliminate the shift? You know what? I think it's going to change to a certain extent. But I, I just I was thinking the other night, you're going to have two, two infielders on each side. You're also going to have, like say a guy like Schwarber or Harper hits, you're going to have an outfielder in left center, one in right center. Mm. That third outfielder, you can put him anywhere you want. You can put him, as long as he's not on the dirt, you can put him behind second, you can put him behind first, you can put him behind third. I want to see how they're going to overcome that thing because you can throw an outfielder anywhere you want to put him except the dirt. You have to have two on each side. But if they're on the grass, right behind second base, mid, say mid-center, you could do that. I want to see how they're going to handle that because there's going to be some managers that are going to say, hey, I'm going to give Harper a bloop single down the line or Schwarber, but I'm, I'm going to keep this roving outfielder. I'm going to put him in spots where I think the ball could be hit. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Great to talk to you, Larry. Enjoy the games and uh, enjoy your perspective. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks. You guys have a good day, and let's go, Phil. Yeah, All good right. luck tonight. So Larry likes the over then, 5-4, over 8. And Larry, Phillies, 5-1 to one to win in 7. Phillies in 7. He's right with this uh, meant to be, and it just feels like a team of destiny. Absolutely. I love the 84 Cubs. Oh, I know. Ronnie Palm, too. How could you start Sanderson? 95 degrees. <laughs> they led 2 nothing. And Trout little... pitched. Trout pitched in game five. He came in and got out of the seven. Yeah, I thought for sure the Cubs are going to the World Series. In pocket, what we like and how the weekend recap went as well. Straight ahead, we wrap it up next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. It's been a good run. Let's uh, recap what happened. Penn State plus the points winner. Boy, did that get hairy. (laughs) That fourth quarter was nuts. It was drunk, that fourth quarter. They're going to win the game. Now they're not even going to cover. And then the defensive touchdown. And they come in. Uh, Dolphins lane three and a half. Winner. Great second half. Shut down Detroit. Dan Campbell's got to go. Going back to Thursday. Friday took off. Load management. Uh, largest touchdown under 40 and a half yards. Winner. Largest lead under 14 and a half points. Winner as well. Let's go to the new place. I live and breathe. I live and breathe. Give me Clemson three and a half at Notre Dame. You're a Notre Dame guy. You say, oh, Clemson easy. Well, I watched them play against BYU. I don't think any either team was very good. And uh-huh. BYU, I mean, they got run what out at happened? home by Arkansas, and Liberty put 38 in a row on them. Yeah. So, and then they just lost at home again to East Carolina. East Carolina. So, what's that? What does that prove good to you point. For, Notre, for Notre Dame? They win these type of games. Yeah. And uh, again, I, that's where I trust Dabo and I trust the program here. And no big deal for Clemson going on a great card Saturday in college football. Huge and perfect timing with the first committee rankings tomorrow. This this doesn't this doesn't make any sense. It was two and a half last week. Now it's three. I don't care. So the Vikings have won five in a row, all one-score games, the exact opposite of last year where they couldn't win a close game. But like Larry Boa just said about confidence and chemistry and 
The Vikings have it, and the Vikings have the it factor and, and know how to close. Minnesota lane three against Washington. That's 16-7 to seven late? And Taylor had a big fumble in that game. No, the Vikings are going to win. The Vikings are going to cover and keep it going against Washington. I can't believe that point spread. Big homecoming for Cousins, too. It's a Cousins How do you ball. like that? That's right. Here we go. Yeah, you got that right. There you go. <laughs> All right, those are my plays. Go get them, Michael. Yeah, so interesting and champions. We're ending the group stage this week. Group D is by far the most compact. With one match left, Tottenham sits on top with eight. Sporting Lisbon and Frankfurt both have seven. Marseille has six. Tottenham is in France uh, tomorrow, 1 o'clock Pacific time. They advance with a draw, Tottenham. They struggle a little bit in EPL okay. and struggle in this group. And get out of here with a draw. They didn't concede at home against Marseille. They beat them 2-0. I think they're very content with 0-0 in this game. Or if they get the lead, go all defensive here to play 1-0. The draw at plus 245 is a nice price. All right. Good job. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Have you had a chance? How many times have you peeked at the menu? And you got to be getting ready for the World Cup right around the corner. Tremendous. <laughs> I used to, oh I mean, my 20 God. years ago, I only bet I only bet World Cup. That's the only soccer I ever bet in my life. I wouldn't just say, well, it's a big you. deal. I yeah. get some action. First half under one. Uh, something like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. The, the, the menu is tremendous. We're trying to put together a little preview show uh, with Nigel and Christopher Sullivan and a few guys here before before uh, it takes off. And I know that uh, VEASAN's writing a guide as well, but this will be tremendous here coming up at the end of November. Pro tip, again, halves matter. First half, second half, quarters, important. I mean, this is about coaching tendencies as well. Jimmy Vaccaro always likes to say trends don't pay the rent, but the Eagles continue to bury people in the first half. Philly, 7-0 and ATS in the first half. You got to take a look at these first halves moving forward and even the quarters as well. Arizona, horrible first quarter. How about the Jacksonville stuff we talked about? Number one scoring margin, first and third, worst second, second worst, second and fourth. What's going on? And again, LaFleur, no halftime adjustments. They finally scored more than seven points and a half. But uh, Buffalo, fantastic defensively in second halves. That's our pro tip. We do them every hour. Available for subscribers only at vsun.com. There you go. So the other thing, too, is... And Karnak the Magnificent today. I love love the outfit. Yeah, this hat. That's a, yeah. This hat, this hat, it weighs over eight pounds. It was made at the University of uh, Nebraska at, at Lincoln because huh. that's, they made it, they have a, a, a thing there with, for Johnny Carson, who is yeah. from Nebraska. It was from Iowa, but they went to Nebraska. Anyhow, the lady there at the university made this hat for us five years ago. It's, it's, it's an exact replica of the one he wore on the Tonight Show. Come on. No, it is. That we is went awesome. all out. Mike Deeney. Big congrats Mike, to yep. Mike. Yep. Mike Deeney's now working for the Neon Museum, uh, Mike Deeney. So, uh, but thanks to him, and we still have the hat. That is great. So now we always talk about we're dressing up, we're doing this, and watching sports oh. tonight. I, I don't know this, but this is this is great that you're here too. Save the day to start the show. But what what's it like from to be a parent today? Well, there's so much. Today finally wraps it up. I mean, I went at my son's school. I went uh, two Fridays ago. They had their fall fest. So it's really a, hollow, a Halloween party, the games and all this, everybody dressed up. Last Wednesday, my stepdaughter, they had her thing at her school. Thank God that's close. That's only like four blocks away. We've been to the pumpkin patch twice with all three of them and the baby. And now tonight we're going to take them to uh, the district at Green Valley. They have a big celebration and then to a couple neighborhoods trick-or-treating. My son is, uh, is Michael Myers. 
All right. Uh, and my stepdaughter is a unicorn, and then the baby is uh, an elephant. So Okay. Yeah, it'll finally wrap up tonight. Good for you. <laughs> keep coming at you, right? Never well, ends. It won't end. I well, mean, you, we'll have another, you yeah. know, according to my father's rules, five years. <laughs> what, what, what are you going to fall in your father's footsteps? Yeah. I mean, you can, can't dress up anymore. It's over when you're 12. We took trick-or-treating last year. There were very few people giving out candy. I had to, I had to do some research on the, uh, on the neighborhoods. Oh. You know, I mean, find the right neighborhoods. It's like Will Hill goes to the bar. He can't, no scouting report. He can't get the two Monday night football that's games. That's right, active content. Yeah, active content. I know, sure. That's, that's very important. Where do you live? Who gives out we, what? We got a scout. We, oh, we had yeah. a scout within a two-mile radius. <laughs> find the best neighborhoods. Would you, would, you, you, <laughs> would you use the information then growing up and about what house to avoid and who gives out what and go back and maybe go back a second time? Several houses I would avoid. Yeah, yeah. you got to get your route because you got to hit yeah, the sure. best houses three times. Yeah. But at different times, you can't you can't let them remember that you were there. Yeah. So you had to do. But I mean, we lived in the top of the 29th Street Hill on the north side of Dubuque. I mean, you know, we didn't go too far. Yeah. We didn't go too far. You didn't it. lock your doors back then either. You know, it was, it was a different time, different era. That's right. Excellent. There you go. Enjoy that. So I'm anxious. We covered a lot of ground here. I'm interested to see what happens tomorrow with your top 10 rankings and also what the uh, committee does. And Chris Felica again says they're going to go Tennessee one and Georgia two. Uh, and based on resume, I think that's what they'll do. And then it's great that they play each other. But that's that's a lot of points. That with the way Hooker's playing, and he's now the favorite to win the Heisman at several books. How do you slow this Tennessee offense down? If Alabama couldn't do it, well, this will be the difference. Because remember, last year Georgia held them intact pretty well, right? You could score against Alabama. Now this would be the interesting thing. And if you're Tennessee, uh-huh. you got to keep this game close. You can't get blown Very out, or you're true. out. Of, you're out of consideration, aren't you? How about this? So that's why the point yeah. total is. I'm, is I'm glad. You, I'm glad you mentioned that. At, at several books, they're like five to one to win the SEC. They're two two to one to make the playoff. Think about that. Obviously, you're a huge dog. Well, good sized dog. It's come down three, four well, points to win the SEC right. is a parlay between right. this game and a rematch with Alabama. So figure out what's going to pay more, right? Parlay, parlay the money line against Georgia, and then what do you think they'll be? They'll, they, they might, they, they're going to be a dog again when they play Alabama. Do you think? Yeah, but if they lose this game on the road, thirty-four thirty. Yeah, still right there, have a chance. Yeah, the Mich- I'll tell you, what, Michigan, no way, it's, it can't get there. If they lose at Ohio their only State, quality win would be against, against Penn State. The Michigan two to one to make the and playoffs. Illinois, absurd. but both at home. Nothing yeah. on the road. Yes. So they have to beat Ohio State. Right. Yep. So, but that, I know the anti-ACC stuff has started. Uh, and their last three games are at home, and then they would play North Carolina in the ACC title game. I just, what would they do with an undefeated Clemson? I guess they're, they're probably going to get in, though. Well, uh, we'll see with the rankings. Yeah. Let's see if they're fifth. We'll Where's Alabama, fifth, right? Or right. is Alabama fifth, sixth, or seventh? It's the fifth, sixth, and seventh that's right. all up in the air. Is TCU at 9, 10, 11's a jumble of uh, the Pac-12. Yeah, because TCU, I think... The, the, will TCU's they do resume it? is the best yeah, of I those know. three. I know. I'm with you. But I, I just remember recent history with TCU. Yeah, They're not fond of Absolutely, branding bias. And then if you get the chaos, the Oregon discussion is fantastic. God, are they hot. They but, look really good. Yeah, the turnaround's incredible yeah. here. But to get punked like that, and that's why... That's why Tennessee can then play the, wait a second, we went to Georgia, we kept it close, you went 12-1, and but you lost 49-3, to and the game was in Atlanta. I mean, Tennessee could be ahead of Oregon in the pecking order, too, if to look at it that way. You think there will be more right on the Monday night football game or game three of the World Series tonight? Oh, I'm going to say football. 
I'll go football. Probably. Yeah. How was the weekend? Probably. Oh, we got slaughtered yesterday. You did? I couldn't oh. believe that game. You're the, the Viking game went from six to three and a half. So I thought we were going to need the Vikings. And the, when the game kicked, it was one of our biggest decisions of the year, and we needed the Cardinals. We needed the backdoor cover. Everybody came in on the Vikings yesterday. Game closed four, and it got there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Several books said uh, they uh, they got beat up a little bit, too. We lost both days. We lost Saturday and okay. Sunday. You did. Okay, great job. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Happy Halloween to everybody. Happy Halloween. Be like, safe tonight. I like doing the holidays. The, the holiday sure. Yes, you are. I always guy. have something planned. <laughs> Mitch back tomorrow from D.C. Monday night football recap. More on the committee and uh, World Series Monday night football. A lot going on as well. Peace and follow the money. Take care, everyone. Be safe tonight. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 